the Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. Good evening. Welcome to Desert Island Discs. I'm Flavia Tumsime Kabora and it's always a pleasure to have stories told. I mean, it's always good if you have your story to tell it before your candle burns out. <laughs> so I guess pretty much why we have this show, to hear it from the people themselves, what made them, the journey that got them to where they are. My guest this evening um, has served in different capacities. Uh, actually, when I asked one of my colleagues <laughs> who's right next to us here in the studio, he was trying to recant and say, I think he was... ICT or something. <laughs> that's that's a typical Ugandan. Uh, yes, he was the state minister for information communication. That's ICT and national guidance. But currently serves as the minister of state for sports in uh, the current cabinet. Of course, with the different leadership positions. We'll get into that story. Uh, welcome, Peter Oguang. But for purposes of respect, we'll call you Honorable. <laughs> Honorable Oguang. What does Oguang mean? Well, first of all, I would like to begin by thanking Capital Radio. You know, it's the first time. Is it your first time in the building? It's my third time in the building. Third, okay. Yes, but why I'm happy mm. is that I think it's going to begin to mark the way for me to write a book Okay. about myself. Mm. Many people have approached me. Why I'm saying so, because when I talk about my lifestyle, maybe it can take quite a lot of time, but right. it is always good. I'm really praying. Mm the people today and tomorrow and for the young people out there to read about I think you. they okay. really need to listen to me right. but to answer the question <laughs> you've got us excited by the way when you say that so. yes <laughs> uh, to answer the question is yeah. that uh, Oguang in the local word like Ovateso means uh, an animal which eats chicken oh us the human beings because yeah. we <laughs> yes. so we are the ones we eat chicken Oguang 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 is an animal mm which eats chicken. These are the animals which are like cats. Yes, yes. So that translation means in Ateso, mm. even in Langi, mm. and partially Acholi, it's the same. The same. So that's okay. what my name Ogwang means. Okay. Mm. So you said even in the Acholi, it means the same, but for you, yes. Itesot, Atesot. I'm an Itesot. Okay. Itesot. Itesot. Yeah, for <laughs> purposes right. of being here, but for me, uh. I am a proud Itesot. Uh. <laughs> we will not try. We might butcher how you say it. Um, welcome to Desert Island Discs. And before you write that book, we would like to take the honor in getting to know you. Take us back. Go anywhere in your childhood. First, I always speak about this, and I'm happy to I'm speaking this when my mother is admitted in the hospital. My family background, my mother comes from Amuria. She's a typical peasant who has not been to class. My father was also a typical peasant who was a blacksmith. A blacksmith's work was to make these axes and hose. Mm. And he has also never been to class. He comes from Katakwe in a village called Ale, mm. in a parish called Aliakamer in Katakwe sub county. The two, how they met, it was because of domestic violence. Oh. Because my mother had a first marriage mm. with another man, but unfortunately, that man used to punish her. So she escaped from the beatings, went to visit me to, to, to run, to hide before the sister. Her sister was married in Katakui. Yes. So that's how she found my father. And Who was also in Katakui. Who was in Katakui. Yeah, okay. So my mother... Was your father friends with, with auntie, with, with Yes, sister? my ah. father was a friend to her auntie's husband. Ah, okay. And that was in the same area. Yes. So I was actually producing an IDP camp. Because the camps, those camps of those days in where we come from were the Karamojong camps, the cattle wrestling camps. Mm. That was in 1983, December 15th. 
that's when I was born. Right. Of course, in my family we were two, me and my brother mm. who died when oh, it's also a painful story. Mm. Who died when God had blessed me to be a member of parliament. Oh, no. I think he died about after about a month when I'd been thrown mm-hmm. in at the youth MP. Yeah, it was so older? No, he's older. So he helped me. God thanked. I thank God that he died when he had two kids. So I yours now. I those are my boys. <laughs> yeah. I'm They're wow. doing well. One of them is now in St. Mary's Kisubi. The other one is in St. Henry's Kitovu. Oh, adults. Yeah, they're in, <laughs> the big they're, boys. They are big boys now. For me at home, I want to be honest that I have my wife. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> oh, no, no, but we'll get to that story. Yes. Uh, mom, dad. Yes. You've you've talked about okay, she went into her first marriage, left and then came and met dad. Yes. But now you're born into a family. I I get when you describe you know, all of us mm-hmm. describe all it, we didn't have much, you know, but there's part of your childhood that brings memories that defined you. Whether yes. it's in the discipline, whether it's in the fun you had, whether it's in the shaping of in the integrity, the personality they put in you, what, what what do you remember about your childhood as far as your parents are concerned? I want to be honest with you. My biggest struggle has been on how I've studied. Mm. That has been my most painful part of it. Imagine your dad and mom have never been to school. Mm. In that marriage which failed of my mom, mom had produced there some children. Okay. So one of our brothers had joined the, fo- the army yeah. in the 80s. Is the one during the bad days of cattle wrestling and insurgents in Teso who came and picked me and my late brother and took us to study. We studied in the Masindi Army Boarding Primary School because we were taking us children of soldiers. So I studied up to primary six from Masindi. Unfortunately, again, that brother of ours also died. The journey new life begins. The, the one who was the bridge for you to go to school, go to school. is gone. We go back the village mm. where our mom is my mom got problems also again with my dad mm. and she decided to go back to the area where she had, she had come from, she had come from. Right. for me and my my late brother who had been produced from our dad's side we now go back back to the village in Amuria where my mom was my mom, when we went back after the burial of our, father, our, our brother, our cousin, who was educating us, takes us back to our dad. Mm. And Christ tells him, these are your children. Yeah. I cannot take over. I'll mm. be able to educate them. So my dad brings me to one of my brothers, who was a cousin. My father and the, and the, dad, and the dad were, were brothers. Related, yeah. were real, real brothers. So I, the year now, I'm brought to Soroti. But before that, because our mom had produced about four children from the other first marriage, mm. we went, me and my late brother, mm. to study in an IDP school yeah. with again another brother of ours. That was now primary six, primary seven. seven. What were we doing at that time? Our work, which is for the older people of Uganda to know. The lifestyle of that brother of ours was to work as a quarry, to work in a quarry. Mm. If, you, if you've been to Soroti, when you see that big rock in Soroti, our work was to go and hit stones. To make them, break them into break smaller into parts. smaller yes. parts. Wow. So, and how could we do it? P6, P7. P6, P7. Wow. Life was hard at that time. Of course, that was the work which I was now doing. You go to school, mm. from school, you come back, before, maybe leave school at four. Mm. 
you just have to go straight to that quarry you bang bang those stones you go and rest early morning nothing you go to school did that for two years i imagine every time i move around the countryside <laughs> and when i see that kind of lifestyle no wonder when i'm in that sort of city Those of those people know me and they call me OB because I normally give them this information. You saw me go through this. So even you can be what and I yes, am. Yes, yes. Don't resign yourself Don't to resign. the situation. And I remember in. again wow. within that last same time. We used to have gardens of, of where people could remove ginats. We could go there during between 1 to 2 lunch time to pick those ginats, mm. the leftovers. Oh. Yes, that's what we eat. Mm, that's your meal. My meal for water. <laughs> you go my, back my. to school. <laughs> oh, wow. So we had that lifestyle. Mm. I thought you said you said job. So this is something we were paying you for. Yes. That one now for purpose of survival between 1 p.m. Mm. to 2 p.m. when you're still at school studying. Mm. You're looking for what do I eat for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> we had to survive. Yes. Because you look back where mom is what does she have nothing. Mm. What daddy what what does that have nothing? nothing yeah what could you do you must study whatever it takes i thank god i persevered over that lifestyle mm. for two years primary six, primary seven, which i had not known because when i was in the army boarding primary school i was in a border mm. i could my dad brother man could take us to where i was we used to stay in gulu masindi nakasongola here in the barracks mm. for that time during holidays holidays I knew bread mm. but from lifestyle mm. of sausage bread to <laughs> lifestyle of picking ginats <laughs> stone quarry, stone oh, quarry. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was a spot on our face also you know boarding schools protect us from the shoulders from a lot because you're in class even if you're to work it's small things in the school eh? yes wow so when i reached p7 i want to be honest i did well mm. in and that school where we were studying was a school called murapesur primary school it translate to a school of women okay. however it was a school designated for children of idp internally uh-huh. displaced people, people. Yeah, yeah. in that time because the former member of parliament and former minister obwangor kasbat mm. was the one who had worked with the government at that time to designate that school mm. in that area so i i passed well i once i got about i think 14 aggregates at that time i was admitted in teso college alloyed unfortunately I didn't have money school fees, school fees. Mm. so when i got the admission letter of course i went to my father i took of course my results mm. with the admission you're happy <laughs> i was happy that it didn't turn out to be a bad thing to my dad really yes because i want to be honest my dad committed suicide because of thinking where could he get money to educate his son because he was with my stepmom next morning got out my mom got out of course broke the bad news that my father had committed suicide the story she told us that the man cried all night and by the time he slept i think he had bought his poison there just took it off and died so what a pain but my father died because he, he was a poor man i was progressive enough in terms of studies and when people came for the burial that's when now one of his cousins one of my cousin brothers now it was now shame to the family some people one or two people are privileged they picked me up say now we can give you education with my but my other brother for him now he had lost interest in studies so that one 
had become a tan boy. The life now had to hustle. The one who died after had gotten better. Life um, had gotten better. It sounds like it is a story now yeah. because you're recounting it to us and so sorry about your loss. Mm. But even if you're a child at that point, that's that's a very strong memory. True. Do you, do you over time think this is something I should deal with? Have you? Yeah, I want to be honest. Mm. Because at that time I was in primary seven and I was in vacation. Mm. And I knew Life was able hard. to understand and yeah. I was able to understand mm. this this these are facts which I have yeah. it and of course now even when I'm in the constituency if particularly my village my relatives all of them know what I'm talking about yeah. because they they saw it it's, your, it's been your life it's yeah. been my life wow um I want to hear your first song choice honorable one uh, my first song choice of course is going to be there's a purpose why I've chosen that okay it is a played by this boy called John Rush I think that's the stage name you know <laughs> you know true name you know the true name yeah at his call Onyamai the song means of course that's what I can explain so yes. much because uh, this is a young man I met him recently when I was down there in Soroti mm. he has a talent but he has a lifestyle which almost like mine He's a teacher by profession but a primary teacher but he, he sat me down and he, because I used to hear this song but I got interested but who played who sang this song so onyamai onyamai it means that less eat but when you listen to the song right. talks about let me talk about mm-hmm. my privileged position now yes i must be able to appreciate right who we are mm. how you get it So but sometimes you also enjoy your life. Yes. Because at the end of the day it's God. Yes. Who has made it. So the song is a good song locally. Like enjoy. Enjoy. Yes, yeah, right. actually enjoy. Okay. So okay. in the local area there where we come from. Yeah. I want to say it's the most popular song. Okay. I have promised that boy which I'm following it up. I'm going to bring him to come to record to shoot so of course I've seen the video. I've seen a video in YouTube which for me I feel I can help him do better than that because and yeah. <laughs> that's good <laughs> yes pick yes. up that talent why not Oh my god 
with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's Desert Island. This we just listened to John Rush. Onyamai. Am I saying yes. it well? Yeah. Let's enjoy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's enjoy. Um, my guest today is the current Minister of State for Sports in the Ugandan Cabinet. And when you hear that title, but also when you listen to the first part of, of today's story. <laughs> You, you, I think this is when you clutch the speaker of the radio or wherever you're listening because you're imagining how do you beat the odds mm. to get to where you are. Um, before the break, very heartbreaking that, you know, now that I'm a parent, I can understand the pressures of wanting to give your child the best mm. and not being able to. That, that pressure alone, somebody can see you walking on the road not knowing that you're not fully there and fully present. So that is quite unfortunate. Um, did you... How do you even move on from such a thing? Uh, as a family, as, as you, Ogwang, how do you take yeah. the next step after you bury dad? After that, because the family now decided, my elder brother, for him, his interest now was more with my mom. Okay. And for him, he really had decided to go back to be with the mommy. Okay. <laughs> now for me, the family of my father decided that I must take over the heirship oh. of my family, oh. my late father. Right. So there's the culture, which of course I don't want to talk about it, but what I was taking through, yes, yes. and I think it's important that we move on from well appreciated from, yeah, some, yeah, from some such Not traditions, all. because uh, what they took me through, at one point they made me to... They brought a bull there. It was, of course, these are the rituals. Mm-hmm. They made me to spare that bull. Blood came out of it. They brought fresh milk. They put in the calabash there and mixed it. Yeah. I was forced to take them out. These are stories of we, we used to read back in the no, day. No, now I can confirm. Wow. I was forced to take that blood and milk. Uh-huh. I was given a stool. All these things were happening around 6 a.m. in oh the dear. morning. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what the people were no, doing. No one asked for your permission. No. You were being told. I was being told. That one, I, and, but that one I won't be told yes. I was being told. So yeah. that was a ritual ceremony. They told me, you are now mm. the one going to take over the family, the hairship of your father. <laughs> mm. I thought, of course, I promised myself and even my wife, if she listens to me by there, I'm going to tell her I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself that no, not, not my kids. Right. No, I think I have moved from that culture mm. to where I want to be. So after that, I joined Senior One mm. in the Sorot Senior Secondary School. Again, it was a hustle. Yeah. That's why one thing the Kenyan president, when he brought this word, I don't know why we were all to <laughs> think of a hustle as. Because <laughs> I could, a person even who took me could not afford wow. to, to pay me in Tesco College Alouette. Mm. When I joined Soroja says, I was again hustling. My work was to sell a shop to pay for my tuition. So I sold that shop for from the time I was in senior one up to senior four. I studied there, but of course with quite many issues there. Because first of all, it reached a point where I think the, the, my, the wife to my cousin was not comfortable with some of us who were at home at that time. It was time. more than just you. It wasn't yes, just you. we were about okay. four or five people in the same family and from different fathers. Wow. So, but uh, this cousin brother of ours, really, I thank him in defining the second life of myself. Yeah. However, I was doing well in class, but because I had another work 
it was affecting my performance of course because you're not able to focus and your time is divided, divided yeah yeah reach is five o'clock you have to go and go to the shop yes you be from eight the whole weekend you're in the shop mm. selling because that's that's, that's your bread and butter <laughs> and, and at a certain age it area mm. it reached a point where i think the business was not doing well so we resorted again to direct us to go and planted to, to plant cassava mm. we did it in sorot district now we could ride bicycles for almost about 15 kilometers just look at my height what i am at that at that time yeah. <laughs> at that age so life was hard but still i moved on so i finished my senior four there but after that i went to toro progressive academy while i was there my my brother the one who had gone with mommy because he had turned himself to be a busy turn boy you know he had graduated <laughs> from being a, a, a tipper truck turn boy mm. to a trailer you can imagine now that was now <laughs> progress, progress success <laughs> <laughs> as i say he was doing well yeah so that success <laughs> that one convinced me to go and study my level in tororo okay so while in tororo i could carry maize mm. on my head along malaba road because there are many trucks mm. that's how i could get some money yes. for survival while that brother of mine was nearby there so life went on two years wow. and imagine at that time i was a assistant head prefect <laughs> yes in tororo who could sell would the students see you but i had known they had known who i am in terms Even of my life you this yes, <laughs> in terms of my lifestyle yeah. i thank god that in terms of the brightness I had it. Okay. Because I forgot even even in Sorotesis, mm. I became assistant head boy in senior two. Mm. God maybe had opened up my that, mind that there should be a leader. A leader. Mm. So I stood before my first So age. you had interest. Yes, my first time to stand before to be assistant prefect. It was a few friends of mine okay. who picked me but uh, others, you try. You try. <laughs> And the worst memorable it. part of it is when I was given to address the general assembly in senior mm. two. Do you know what my friends did? I I stood there. Their work was just to clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Even before you met them. Yes, because oh, they on. knew I could not talk anything <laughs> sensible, so they had to clap using to interfere. Oh, I hope you kept these friends. No, they are. They are. <laughs> so they clap, they clap, they clap to distract everyone. To distract everyone. Yeah. That, that is that's, our man. Those are true friends. So now, true friends. <laughs> I normally remember that lifestyle and say, "God, we have come oh, from far." Oh wow. So I remember <laughs> After that we I went through mm-hmm. other sanded boy. <laughs> <laughs> so but still I, of course like you've correctly said some of those friends of mine have not made it well in life mm. and I feel the pain when I meet yeah. them. But some of them I think one or two have made it in life but I have my very good friends mm. who were Ugandan born Arabs the lead girls who studied with me during that time. One of they are Arabs of Yemen origin, okay. but they were born in Soroti. Their parents came long ago. Now one got married back to Yemen, one got married in Egypt. But fortunately, mm. they are now all based in Dubai. Ah. So you can imagine, there was a time I was in Dubai. Mm. I I sent a message. I'm here. You people, where are you? <laughs> so we caught up, yeah. and these girls, you look at them. These are Arabs. Mm. They know the local language. 
So oh. I told them I'm in this hotel. Mm. They came with their children, with their husband. Mm. Now we went into the local language. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody <laughs> was side to see. Yes, yeah, so wow. these are part of the team I had who are mobilizing mm. from. So in a level, oh, wow. when I stood for a standard boy, you know, head prefect. Head prefect no. I had the content. You were ready. Yes, I was ready. Mm-hmm. I was able to explain. I stood in the general assembly. I spoke mm-hmm. issues. And I was voted. I told them, please mm-hmm. don't refuse to vote me because of my state. Yeah. Vote for me because of my brain. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you are hiding yourselves, but you're like me. <laughs> so support your fellow. Stop pretending. Let me tell you, <laughs> I won massively. Mm-hmm. So whenever I could do my work, It was normal. Because you're, they already knew. They knew who yes. I am. And that's yes. what is for the fellow people out there. Mm. Sometimes you must be open with life. Yeah. But I didn't do well in a level. Mm. Again, because of my challenges, mm-hmm. I came to Kampala here. I went to do my diploma in Makerin Social Development. When I was there, I used to stay in Kawempe. In Kawempe, life could be hard. Because who was now paying my tuition? Mm-hmm. It was my brother... Was a tan boy. Hey. He, he was he's now, now took over now. He's now took over. Oh. He had transited, graduated now. Of course, even the other cousin brother of mine continued supporting me, but his business vis-a-vis. But he knew it's okay. You're going to do this diploma. Yes. Let me support you. Yes. His business transited. He could not continue doing much. But my real brother continued supporting me. He could go to with the come with the trailer here in Kampala. I was based in Kawempe, then in Kawempe, our, our school, our institute was in Lord Development Center near there. I saw, I reached a point even here when I was in Kampala, I used to go and, you know this hot water, how do you call it? It's around hot water, they sell fish, that fish they cut, cut. Emputa. Emputa. Mm. I sold even that here in Kampala City. I hustled that. So that's yeah, why. You're, you're right. I, I, true yes. hustle. For my call, when I'm in, so I'm a certified hustler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud about yeah, it. Yeah. And I encourage these young people. Mm. In life, there's much. What I want to say is to have a belief. Yeah. And number two, discipline. Mm. Number three is determination. Wow. I, I wonder if, like every young, young man or girl or woman, Well, even when you're young, this, even if the, your situation is bad, mm. sometimes there's those dreams that you have, you know, someday if I get money, someday if my mm. life changes, mm. this is the guang I'd like to be. Mm. Had you ever, you know, gotten lost in those My thoughts? sister, I want to be honest with you. Mm. By the mere fact, I want to be as deputy head boy in Toro Progressive mm. Academy, which had a total number of most, about 5,000-7,000 students. When I came to that institute, I contested. I became the girl president. There you go. <laughs> Despite again my problems. Yes. Already, I was beginning to see mm. where I was going. Yeah. My problem was, I am a poor person. <laughs> But that did not stop you from stop getting all these other, you know. From those assignments. So, mm. from my, my mind. Yeah. So, when I was there, I finished, of course, my two years there. When I finished the two years, my brother couldn't do much. Mm. I went back to Soroti. Now in Soroti, this other cousin brother of mine, because of the politics, he was now a supporter of the Forum for Democratic Change. For me, when I was here, and when I was in my A-level, I had gotten convinced I was supporting NRM. 
the man chased me from his home. <laughs> <laughs> My problems didn't stop. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> What's your second song choice? <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> My second song I don't know whether you're going uh, to get it but it's sung by I think of course this latest artist I think it's called Roll Costa. This one and I'm featuring Zit Balvin. I love listening to this when I'm on rain all morning because every morning I go and do my workout. Yes. So sometimes I actually listen to Capture Radio. Yeah. That's why I got this song. So <laughs> that is my second song actually. Right. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to you to the waste my time. I don't wanna wait till it's all over. This life is a gift from the most I That is why I'm thankful for all I have. Cause the fast life really ain't all that. So now I try to be pure No be like say I know this shit no man. I just get better in jail. Waiting I see for this life plenty. I keep on for my belly. la hierba mala porque no muero que me tire muchas balas y que me duela para recordar que estoy vivo que me la gozo pero también la he sufrido que ni la fama ni la lana me calman el frío y la sonrisa de mi hijo me quita el escalo de mis emociones muchas palabras pero pocas las acciones ya no vivo pendiente de las opiniones ya me repara solo quiero hacer canciones de mis emociones muchas palabras pero pocas las acciones Ya no vivo pendiente de las opiniones Ya me repara, solo quiero hacer canciones Dímelo si sientes que te ofendí No siempre puedo estar feliz Hacer la cosa La gente está encima de mí Toda cosa Si arriba estás Rollercoaster Desert Island Discs on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda. It's Desert Island Discs. <laughs> Still enjoying this story. Um, Honorable Gwang, what, what has made me laugh is, okay, you could tell if yes. I could win the first election day as, as deputy head prefect yeah. and I can win this one. And the, the tracks, you could see yes. the track record. You, you could see where you are going. And... You finished school yes. and at this point now I'm going to talk about that now. Now yes. from there when I finished of course when the, the cousin brother of mine chased me. Yes. I was privileged again that uh, I got uh, a friend who was who had believed so much 
in supporting young people mm. and she had seen some knowledge in me yes. at that time i could not afford to pay fees to go to university because mm. i was nobody even my brother could not afford to pay yeah. fees for me to go to to go to university so at that point i had now said ah let me now feature into the local politics of young people okay. so i was in sorod municipality that was the time of the mukulas mm. at the peak of mike mohondo yeah. mike mukula and all mike mukula we, of course now he saw me we campaigned for mike mukula I was a very aggressive young person who had grown up in that town. So this lady contested to become a district youth councillor. Mm. I supported her because I was very famous in the municipality. So she picked me to be a caretaker to go and stay with her and my mom in their home. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm, okay. She gave birth. I was a caretaker of her kids. Two kids with her when she was busy for me I was a babysitting. <laughs> Wow. Imagine a person who had gone to school or started a degree diploma. I was confused when the story went back down. Yes, yes, of course now. I couldn't get employment. Mm. So, when I was now there supported her, the young people thought it wise that uh, they should support me when the NRM started carrying out elections of the structures of young people. Mm. I came through from the cell up to the municipality. I was a treasurer for the municipality. From that time, I stood to be a district youth councillor. I won. Still, because of my content. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. After that, and I won. Of course, time for. I was. Go- this is now the beginning of change of life, and these are the true moments mm. where I can never forget. When I won that was the time the Mike Mukula has lost NRM lost in Teso. So the president sent two people to come to Teso. One of the persons is Honorable Chibule. He at a young Honorable age Chibule, of his. Yeah. He came and interested to meet me. Mm-hmm. When I met him, of course I gave him information. Then the second person who came was a, is a lady called Susan Lobogo. She worked with me now I'm going to say I got a job. So that's Susan Lubogo who used to be a youth councillor in Iganga. Mm. Me, I was a youth councillor in Soroti. So she mobilized me to come and have a meeting with the president. Mm-hmm. We were now 16 youth in Nakasero at that time. That was about 2006, 2007, 8 there, around that time. So when I came to Nakasero here, I was the most, I could say, the least educated. <laughs> yeah. Among the 16. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had a paper and a CV. Mm. You just showed up with I your brain. I showed up with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So in that meeting, the president listened to us, what a nation of young people mm. had. We all explained ourselves. Yeah. Then he asked a question. Mm-hmm. That's Musei always. <laughs> what are you people doing for yourselves? Mm-hmm. All my colleagues were answering, you know, Your Excellency, I finished my master's, I finished my degree, Musei, I'm at home doing nothing. Musei mm-hmm. kept quiet. <laughs> and I, this I is, wonder what you And said. these are the young people, and I want you to listen to me, yeah. really. So I told the President, Your Excellency, for me, I'm a youth leader, number one. Number two, I am helping my mom in terms of domestic work mm. because of my humble background. Mm. That's what I can afford to contribute for myself. Yeah. Present for, for now, the president said that is the correct answer. Mm. How can you be a youth and, and you say nothing? And you say you're doing nothing <laughs> for me at, at that age of yours. I was already engaged in helping mm. 
the community in Angole. I was teaching them. I was doing so for you when he said that I thank God. Yeah. I got my first job from that meeting. Wow. That was the beginning and a turning point. Mm. He took note of you he took or note the of me. Okay. Ask me what's your name? Mm-hmm. What's your number? <laughs> I had a phone. Okay. Which that woman had bought me mm. to support her with her children. Yes. <laughs> so, he took note. After the meeting, the organizer of the meeting either felt uncomfortable because she's the one who mobilized us. And now you're here taking over. I'm now becoming important. important. Yes. <laughs> I remember we went mm. and slept in a hotel called Bakuli mm. because we finished the meeting late. Mm. It was called Regent's Hotel. Yes. In Bakuli there. In the morning, I saw a call with difficult numbers <laughs> at that age of mine. said, uh, am I speaking to Ogwang? said, yes. Because now a voice. My name is Yorikaguta Museveni. Honorable. For you, you got a direct call from the man himself. I got it. I got it. That's what I'm saying. He didn't send. No, I'm coming to give you the second person he sent. He said, my name is Yorikaguta Museveni. I've called you. I am going to give you a job to work in my private office and uh, the PPS is going to call you back. Mm-hmm. Who was the PPS? Amelia. Chambade. Amelia Chambade. Amelia is very useful to my life. Mm-hmm. Very, very. She's my second mother. Wow. So Amelia, of course, after the president has spoken to me, Honorable Amelia, she called me and told me, Peter, how are you? I'm fine. The president has directed me that he has given you a job. I want your papers. Mm-hmm. So... I want you to come to president's office. I didn't know why it is. Because <laughs> when I was in Kampala, I was based in Machi, in Kawempe, down this way. I know. <laughs> so I used to come to in the college. The transition was too quick. Yes. Also. So, <laughs> said, I wow, want you to come wow. to president's office. I asked her, where is that? Mm. Parliament. Did I know parliament at that time? Oh, then she said, okay, mm. you get anybody there mm. to bring you to president's yes. office. So, the good thing, all of us who were in the meeting had slept in the same hotel. Mm. So when we were going for breakfast. So this call is coming through when you're still at the hotel. I was still. Hey. The meeting was like today or yesterday. Mm. In the morning, around 8. Fresh. fresh. Very fresh. I was given that. So I said, we went to, to have breakfast. But I was now fearing to bring information yes. before my colleagues. Because. Yeah, you might no, be but the only I one saw one called. boy called Go- Longa Joffrey, Godfrey, who was from Kampala. I went and confided to him because I wanted him to help me direct me. Because you didn't know where you were going. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> you needed an ally. Yes, mm-hmm. so I confided in too Longa. If he had even confided into what? Into the person who had invited us mm, to a meeting because she was not very happy with me. The way I spoke there. Why are you standing out? Mm. Mm. So when I spoke to this longer, this one also told me, by the way, even I got a call. Okay. He said, ah, now I thank God. We are together. We are together. So this one, because he was more exposed, mm. was immediately able to mobilize people, as, as people had gotten phone calls. Ah. So we, smart guy. Yeah. So <laughs> by the time we finished breakfast, we were, we were five. Uh, <laughs> five of that yes. meeting, including yes. now that organizer of the meeting. Okay. So what happened? The president made the person who had mobilized us to head a team of five of us. Mm. So we are now employed at State House Youth Desk. Okay. Now from there, that was the beginning of the change of my lifestyle. Right. But I thank Marihondo Bamelia. When we met her, mm. 
she really saw an innocent poor soul yeah. who was from a humble background. She picked me as her son. Okay. Why? Because every time she could give us assignments because the president was now beginning to give us a lot of trust and confidence. Amelia could always have reservations on me and she could talk to me. Can you do this? I said yes. Can you do this? I said yes. And whenever she could assign me duties, I executed to the dot. And every time she called us for a meeting, I could be a reference point. Okay. So I worked in State House from 2008-78 up to 2011. Mm. No, 20, around 2010. Because now election was in 2011 for coming to Parliament. Yes. Now, when I was in State House, I got a second person who took care of me very well. Mm -hmm. We were put under Moses Biaruhanga. Yes. So Moses Biaruhanga took me as his son. Because all of them understood where my situation. Mm. So Moses could guide me what to do, mm. talk to Amelia, mm. then PPS. We came up with the programs and that's what brought me to parliament. Mm. Because I was from the east, I was given to manage from Ginger up to Kaberemaido mm. and Karamoja. So we, could, we initiated programs for the young people with Moses mm. and Moses was very happy so it reached the point I told Moses no I want to contest to be a youth MP there's, there's the ambition yes. die. Yes. it's stayed somewhere it's, waiting yes an opportunity <laughs> mm. so Moses said okay but you must talk to the president ha. what's your next song choice before we hear what uh, my think? next song I'd put there Chodi 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 huh? Chodi is a Karamojong boy. Chodi Chodi. Yeah, Chodi mm. Chodi. It's a, a song where this boy also talked almost about uh, a girl or a woman okay. who believed in an extravagancy. Mm. So for him, he believed that he was from a humble family. He couldn't manage her. Mm. So these are the, I'm trying to, why am I? <laughs> I, I hear the story. <laughs> why am I on this locatis? <laughs> It's because I feel I need to, to, to get more from them. And yes. actually, I also want to meet him. I've asked one or two people to get me to meet the poor boy. Right. Because right. it's also important. Did you have the experience so that you come up with such a song? Or it was just a writer who wrote <laughs> you such a song? Chodi Chodi. Yeah. Chodi, 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 chodi
chodi Now I'm with the link chodi chodi This girl is a party animal Every time she calls, say she wants some more, yeah. Na kongeling, na chono kiboye. Yo ikipi ono woye, topo ikinoi, tanyu nai. Yo ikipi ono woye, topo ikinoi, tanyu nai. She's a party animal, she don't want mini dime. She's a gold digger, don't give a damn, yeah. She's a party animal, she don't want mini dime. She's a gold digger, don't give a damn, yeah. Imana boy naginai lugu. Just cause she wants some time, yeah. But she calls me honey, 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 yeah. Cause she wants some money, 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 yeah. Nakuru woro, kia para iwadio. Nakuru woro, kia para iwadio. Chut, chut, chodi, chodi, chut. Chodi chodi, yeah chod, chod, chodi chodi, ah, na wangili chodi chodi, arai changi mochelei, akademare reni kaminat, ni biyai, ni vilinga, ni sodai, ni wainya e, don't be like a jumping cock, toto done toto dama to bongo ne teyama, yo ikipi ono woye, toko ikinoi, tanyu nai, yo ikipi ono woye, toko ikinoi. But she calls me honey, 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 honey. But she wants some money, 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 money. Na guru woro, kia para iwadio. Na guru woro, kia para iwadio. Chod, chod, chodi, chodi, chod, chodi, chodi, yeah, chod, chod, chodi, chodi. Na wangiling chodi, chodi. With Flavia on Capital FM, fresh hits for Uganda. There's a Thailand disc. Just uh, that was Chodi Chodi. I think we're getting a unique set of songs mm. <laughs> by, by you, Honorable Guang. So Moses Biarohanga, you had a because com- now you were. So was, under him, yes, yeah? and you had seen that you know the east had a gap or yes. an opportunity, as you'd call yes. it. You then say, "I'd like it," and when he says, "Well, it hinges on your request to the president." Moses is one of the strategic persons, not that because I am here, but I need to speak for him. Yeah, he's a very intelligent person who is a thinker, and I think no wonder he has been with the president for long. Mm. He sat down with us, told us come up with a program. For young people, and we came up with a program of young people. We mobilized those young people to get into various enterprises through NADS. Mm-hmm. Remember, we distributed a lot of heifers. We distributed oranges. We distributed chicken. We did banana suckers. What all? The entire country. That was a time we are now beginning to mobilize for Muzi's election, 2011. And I want to be honest, 2011, yeah, Muzi performed extremely well. Because we also had a grip. So when I moved in Eastern Uganda, mobilizing for that, I was now creating contacts. Mm. And I also had a strong address now. Now there, now I was speaking of that. Of course. I, President's I am office is not yes. a small office. Leave alone with President's <laughs> office. State house. State house. <laughs> so I had a title of assistant private secretary in charge of youth affairs, state house. And then the president could fly with us 
in various parts of the country. Yeah. When he's going to the east, <laughs> I could be there. My Madame Amelia has a PPS. Yes. And Madame Amelia could delegate us to do work. All I have never seen a, a great worker like that lady. I want to be honest. Maybe now the person again who works like her, whom I admire most, is my boss now. But uh, by that time, Amelia was organized. Okay. By the time the president leaves the meeting, she would want action areas for her letters to the various responsible ministries for action wow. that was a pps mm. uh, for me i caught no procrastination things must be done that's her and wow. the detail she loved it to the dot wow. now after that of course i went i told moses there's an opportunity i can win the election because you know we've been working very well with the young people mm. so moses told me but you have to talk to the president Fortunately that was the same time even Amelia was living in the house. So I went and met my my boss. Mm. Moses took me to Honorable Amelia. Told her I want to leave. I also want to seek permission to meet the yeah. president to get out. She looked at me and said, Peter, what's the problem? I said, of course, he was not imagining. What are you looking for? Hey, this is a poor hmm. boy. What are you looking for? Now what for? are you looking for? <laughs> but she was candid enough. She talked to the president. The president met me, told me, okay, mm. I want to be honest. Yeah. I owe you a good time seven a lot. Because when he met me, told me, okay, we are going to support you. Okay. I told him, he said, but why do you want to leave office? Is there anything wrong? I said, no. I have just seen an opportunity. And number two, I come from Teso, you need more cadres. Mm. And remember the 2006 experience? The NRM had lost in that area. Mm. So now we are talking about 2011. I talked about new cadres begin to emerge. Mm. He was convinced and said, okay. <laughs> then he told me, okay, even if you lose the primaries, you come back to office. But you had really thought, thought out this thing that you were telling him. Yes, yeah. I had. Because <laughs> yeah. going to meet the president, because Moses had told me, you must have a justifiable reason. Yes. So, did I have a car? I didn't have. I didn't have. I thought things looked up when you entered the office. No, when I was state house, mm. it, I had money which could pay for my rent, mm-hmm. pay for my being around, and also I used to support my poor mother. Okay. But I could not be able to afford to buy a car. Mm. But, I had built a strong network. You were in needs, not wants. Yes. Mm. Now, <laughs> And this is for the young people. I want to be honest and I want to speak with authority. Mm. The time of my election to be a youth MP, we were on issue based, not money. That one, I want to talk about it tomorrow and challenge the young people of Uganda. The biggest challenge affecting us today is money. money first. Mm. Our time was issue based. Mm. Now, when I met Moses, of course, after I was given permission, Madame Amelia and Moses... I decided to look for a car. We got me a hired car, mm. which moved me around. They paid for that car for the entire campaign period. Wow. But what the hell broke out? Mm-hmm. I went, I started the campaigns, moving from Jinja, going up to Kabiramaido. By the time I reached Soroti, this was a hired car. One of the boys who moved with me, I didn't know that he didn't know how to drive. This driver gave him the car. He lied him that he knew how to drive. Mm. So he wanted to go and see his sister in a primary school so called primary teacher college. Mm. The man drove a car, the car overturned. Wow. 
Can you imagine? I have moved in all these other districts. Now I'm now finishing Teso. The car gets accident. When a car gets accident, the man tells me this man has to pay a car because it's a hard car. Mm-hmm. I said, now where do I begin from? I called Moses. Moses told the owners of the car. Fortunately, I own the NRM primaries. So I told these people, now there's some opportunity coming. Seems yes. I'm going to be a member of parliament. Mm. They are with me. The moment I go through, I'll pay back your what? Oh dear. Your car. Yeah, because that become open. Yeah. I could not stress Moses and Madame Amelia was also busy with campaign. But Moses continued supporting me. And you also didn't have I didn't have money. Yeah. I was just no one. Mm. So after, of course, I go became God the flag in a hard way. Because I competed with Hudu Sen, if you know the RDC now of Masaka City. That was one of my person I defeated in the NRM primaries. I competed with a lawyer now in town called Paul Wanyoto. Yes. I think a brother to Lydia Wanyoto. Honorable Lydia Wanyoto at that time was a commissioner in the NRM secretariat. Can you imagine? Hmm. Now, yes. Yeah. Tough. I remember in Nambole, there was, there was an attempt to rig my election. The young people of Eastern Uganda went and burnt everybody. Everything was torn to pieces. Wow. That's why I say God had wanted me to be who I am. I had no money. But I had the people. Mm-hmm. I had the content right. and the message for these young people. But I'd also worked for them. Mm-hmm. So after that, they overthrew everything. You know, the person they are calling me is one of those who was mobilizing for me from Bugisu. So, after that, we created confusion. We ran to, because it was a delegates conference in Nambole, the young people ran to Muzei. Oh. Hey, protesting, protesting, because now someone was trying to rig election <laughs> against me. <laughs> so, the president ordered that, okay, I'm, let that election of those young people be cancelled mm. because we had already kicked the ballot boxes. Bant things. Bant things yeah. outside Nambole, the other side okay. there of Boyogere. The president, when he ordered it again, told us, okay, that election will repeat after a week. Mm-hmm. These young people are already in Kampala. Mm. So of course, the party facilitated them to be around. I remain hustling with those young people there. After a week, it was election was put in the morning. I defeated Paul Wanyoto. He got about, I think, 130 votes. I got about 330 votes. I remember Woodu Sen, I think, got about 110. He was the third. Mm. Yeah. I thank them. None of them came for independent ticket. <laughs> I contested now again this, on this boy now is a secretary general of DP, Gerald Siranda. Siranda, yeah. For the national election now to come to parliament. I it was in Soroti. I defeated him. I think the total college was about 1,200. That was the total voters in the whole region. I got about 1,010. That one actually got about 32 votes. It was a landslide. That one I want to be honest. From there, I joined parliament. When I joined parliament, because I had to pay the car. I was about to say, I wonder if it is everything you dreamed about. Mm. But then you had to walk in straight to pay a car. Yes, because now... Was, was the car total that you were buying a fresh car? It was a second-hand car. And this is a t- it was a Pajero. This is all non-TX cars, which are... So you were paying for, sort of, to repair it? No. The man went to court. Wow. 
And uh, I told him other nurse wasting time in the court. Mm. I remember he was demanding for about 52 million. Mm-hmm. I paid that money. So I told him, ah, let's not waste time. I paid the money because now know, the, the money was computing for the time which he had lost. Yes. He does, that, those things there. Yeah. All were now the man because he was he had a strong case okay. against me yeah. because of the time and, yeah. and I knew it. So I said, ah, Let's sort out the things. My lawyer and his lawyer sat and they agreed on, on the amount of money. I paid that man. And I'm happy today. That driver who drove me is a driver, I think, in the in the, in the, in the PPDA. Mm. We still keep on meeting and, of course, he's a friend. So after being a member of parliament, I said now my life changes. Mm. First thing I started was to settle my mother and my brother. Mm. Because now life was very difficult i asked my brother can we go back to our home katakwi mm. where our father comes from yes he said he, he was not comfortable okay. and for him he could not leave the old woman alone of course so he told me to settle him and mom there that was the first two months of being a member of parliament my brother called me at night told me he was vomiting blood the next morning they go get news the man has died mm. said but what's this so oh. of course i ordered for the postmortem to be done he Point hadn't f- been ill no the only thing was they were drinking mm. and these are the issues which i advise people to be careful mm. so of course when he died no sorry i'd lost hope and then a lot of work in mom's place there to help clear gardens. I was now, because I was a member of parliament, I started constructing a goat's house for her to put up a farm. I was clearing gardens, plant a lot of cassava, what things, because that's what mm-hmm. mom and my brother wanted. I, my brother wanted me to buy me a truck, a fossil truck. So when he died, of course, I brought the body to Kampala for post-mortem. Because the preliminary investigation came out and said that he had been poisoned. I tried to ask for investigation. Oh, did you pursue that? I did pursue, but it was again went back to my own uncles. Oh dear. From my mother's side. Mm. So you let it be? I let it be because I asked mom, is this what I could what I could go through? Mm. And for the record, mom is still in that area of theirs, but I want to be honest. Yeah. I I normally sometimes meet mom outside. Wow. They are home. On because, ground. Yeah, because I feel I'm not comfortable yeah. in that area. But I again, safe. in the political opponents of mine, mm. one of the strongest reasons I've been campaigning me is that I am not a born of there. My friends, it's not good to come from a poor family. Okay. <laughs> For purposes of the record. Mm. Can you imagine my father was a poor man? He's known from a village where I come from. Now, those who believe that I'm not from there. Believe I'm from Amuria, where my mother comes from. Now, in Amuria, I lost my brother. Because some people saw me beginning to help and make investment, to help them. They said, these ones must go back to where they have come from. So now, look at the Quagmire. Which which one? Which one? one? (laughs) So, of course, when I became a youth MP, I lost my only brother. Of course, he had not married this woman, the his wife formerly. The mom to the to the, the boys. Kid, the boys. I saw the poor kids. Mm. I said, getting the kids was another hassle. 
Were they with her? They were with her, but mm. the family of the boy of that woman told me that I should my pay for the dowry for the dead man. I remember asking them, "Are you mad?" But what why why <laughs> didn't you just let the children stay with them? The, the problem is mm. to be honest. Mm. That's now my family. Okay. That's I remember how could I I recall how my brother has to make who I am. Yeah. If I let these boys children be with that woman, I don't think they would what would be tomorrow. What would them I would still remain in my mind. Mm. Is it me who has abandoned the children of my late brother who helped me to be where I am? Right. So I collected the kids. I, I want to be honest. I used my authority in a wrong way. Mm. I was able to get these boys. But mm. I don't regret. Are they in touch with her? They are. They okay. even go and meet oh, okay. the, they actually <laughs> give them permission. Okay. They go to meet their mom. Even the mother, my mom, that their mother with my wife, mm. she comes home. They talk. They talk. Mm. Of course the boys have grown. Mm. So so big and <laughs> They see them. So after being a youth MP, I want to be honest now. I, I began work in parliament. I was privileged that I got, a, I think, the right forum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they are. I was very active. First of all, working for my president, which I continue to work up tomorrow. But I want to thank the then government chief whip, Honorable John Nasasira. Uh-huh. Honorable Migereko. Honorable Justin Kasule Lumumba. Those ones, particularly John Nasasira helped me to transit, being a young man. Mm. I was also privileged at that time where the right honorable John Patrick Amama Mbawazi, mm. who was the then prime minister, he saw us and he was, of course, more more interested in knowing who we are. Mm. But because he was a secretary general, he came to know me more when I was contesting as a youth MP. And you know who do send you to work with him in his private office? But when I defeated him, he asked, "But who is this boy?" <laughs> who was, was defeated? defeated yes. So he came to know who I am. So we supported him mm. during that time of being a youth MP. After that, of course, I worked with the Justin Kasule Lumumba when she was a parliamentary commissioner, and then became a government chief whip. Con 
Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.